Check, check. Yeah, it's good. Feeding back a little. One, two, testing, one, two, test, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Sounds good, mate. Just went off there. Check, 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 testing, one, two, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, testing, one, two. Check, check, testing, one, two.
I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin up on your cross. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say. statement I was glad when they said to me let's go to the house of the Lord and uh, it's wonderful you know we don't have to wait to come to a, a brick and mortar building because the house of the Lord is where in our hearts inside and where two or three are gathered together what happens there's Jesus is that song that Dolly and and, and what's his face sing together uh, they sing there was Jesus well there is Jesus hallelujah Jesus got a hold of my life and he won't let me go hallelujah to the lamb somebody praise his name hallelujah Thank he you. is worthy glory to God hallelujah and blessed be that name of the Lord father God we want to praise you today for that name that's above every name that name the Lord Jesus Christ the name you've given to Jesus because he humbled himself unto, and became obedient unto death. And so you highly exalted him and gave him a name above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord hallelujah. to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are Lord, you are Lord. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. God, the Lord. The Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. They are saved.
worship the Lord and bless that name above every name. God has given him a name above every name. Shout that name. Jesus. Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus. Oh, we praise your name. Worship that name above every name. Hallelujah. Lord, we will worship you. I
you deserve the glory, Lord Jesus Christ. All my worship, oh hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Glory to God. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hand in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and all the honor. in worship as we bless your holy name for you are great you are miracles so great there is no one else like you there is no one else like you you are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Let's think about that for a minute. You deserve the glory and all the honor. As we lift your holy name, you deserve the glory and all the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. For you are great, you do miracles so Somebody worship his name. Somebody praise his name. No one else. No one else like you, Jesus. Absolutely. Absolutely. No one else like you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miss Betty, you take this one. Fr 
from you are all things to you are all things you deserve the glory sorry about that guys you are worthy of it all you are worthy of it all for from you are the glory all the saints and angels sing it now all the saints and angels bow before your throne all the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God Sing. You are worthy of it all. Would you sing it to the Lord now? You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. To you are all things. You deserve the glory. All the saints and angels. saints and angels bow before your throne all the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we lift your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel Lord to give up I'd be a fool You are my all in all Jesus Jesus 
my shame rising again I bless your name you are my all in all when I fall down you pick me up when I am dry you fill my cup you are my all in all
Ramandro Pradashi Loparatarite Ayuro Randalabakasi Lava la 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Somebody worship. Somebody worship His name. Somebody praise that holy name, that name above every name. Jesus, 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 there's just something about your name. You're my master, my savior, my Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. You're Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let all heaven and earth proclaim. something about your name about your name you're my master and savior you're my master my savior my Jesus like the fragrance after the rain you're Jesus you are Jesus Jesus, sweetest name I know, you fill my every longing, you keep me singing as I go, your name is Jesus, 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 Jesus. 
You're the sweetest name I know. You fill my every longing. You keep me singing as I go. It's Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lamb of God. Somebody worship his name. Somebody worship his name. Somebody praise that name. That name above every name is that name Jesus. Somebody worship Jesus right now. Jesus. Hararu samaridi Langoroso karanasi povratai Lopalala rateke shorodosho Your name is high Your name is high, O King Your name is high Your name is high, my Lord I give you glory I give you honor. I give you all my worship. Your name is high. Your name is high. Your name is higher than all names. Your name is Jesus. Your name is Jesus. And I praise your name on high. Oh, praise you, Lamb of God. Praise you, Lamb of God. Somebody yield to the Lord right now. Praise you, Lamb of God. Praise you, Jesus. Yea, I did not take that name that I raised above every name up to my throne, says the Lord, but I've left that name there in the earth so that my will could be done on earth as it is in heaven. For my will is in that name. My will is lifted high with that name. And my will comes to pass when you exalt that name, says the Holy One. Know that you are called by that name. That name, Jesus, above all names, says your Father God. Hallelujah. Woo! 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 Glory to God. Whoa, glory. Oh, glory to God. Somebody praise his name. Somebody praise his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Somebody get excited. Get all excited and go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I can carry that actually. Okay. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lamb of God. You know, we're... we're uh, I wouldn't say we're close to the Lord because how can you be close when he's inside you? <laughs> Think about that. We've got to get God inside minded. And this communion is communing with the God who moved inside of each of you. If you belong to Jesus, okay? If you've received Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior, you belong to him. He belongs to you. That's how it works. And that's the, that's the name above every name. You're called after his name. 
You know, uh, you, you, you go around. I, I've done this before, getting up there trying to be religious and, and tell someone. Now, now you got to understand, I'm not Jesus, but but I know him. But you know what? Literally, according to the scriptures, I am Jesus. Now, I'm not the Savior on the cross, but I'm the body of Christ. And that's what we're celebrating here in the worship of communion together. As Keith and Dwayne serve the elements this morning, we're going to receive this together as one family. But you understand, we're, we're one, and, and quite literally, according to the word, you are Jesus. Jesus said to me one time, I was saying, Lord, Lord, send revival, Lord. Lord, heal all these people and save all these people, Jesus, and, and bless all these people. And you know what he said back to me? He said, <laughs> he said, I have no hands unless I have your hands. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He said, I have no feet to go unless I have your feet. I have no lips to speak forth my word and my glory unless I have your lips to speak forth my word and my glory. I have no substance to give unless I have your substance to give. That's what the Lord said to me. It's up to, if it is to be, it is up to thee and me because we're the body, right? We're, we, we are, we are Jesus to this earth. Uh, I <laughs> got a message from heaven about the love connection. Hallelujah. We're going to be doing the love connection this month, as a matter of fact. Hallelujah. But the ultimate of that love, it says, greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend. But it says, God sent his only begotten son to lay down his life for God's enemies. We were his enemies, but guess what? Hallelujah. Through Jesus, what's we're sons. We're friends. Amen. So we're going to celebrate this Koinonia, that's the word in the Koine Greek, koinonia, this partnership, this friendship, this fellowship, this oneness with the Lord Jesus and with our family, Father, God, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, dear. Praise you, Jesus. Have, have y'all already served no. our music team over here? Praise you, Jesus. I want us to just this morning just to focus in on Jesus. Would you do that? Focus in on him. It doesn't require any emotion at all. Just focus in on Jesus. My Bible says this. Uh, all the different things that have gone on in your life, it says in Hebrews 12 too, looking to Jesus, the beginner and the finisher of your faith in him. That's what the word says. So look unto Jesus this morning. As we come together, Pastor Dole, are you going to serve no, you this morning? Okay. All right. This morning, let's hold the body up before the Lord. You remember the verses in 1 Corinthians and also in the Gospels. It says when they gathered together for that, what we call the Last Supper, uh, they gathered together and Jesus took the bread and he broke it and passed it among them. And he said these words, take and eat. This bread is my body broken for you. And his body was broken for them and for us, each of us. And I want to say this, when it's broken, if God has his hand, had anything to do with something, it's fixed. That body was broken, but it was fixed. He was raised from the dead, glory to God. So we're going to receive that on this ba that basis this morning. The body was broken for us. We receive that broken body. We receive ourselves fixed. Amen? Are you all ready to do that? 
one body with him. Let's do that together. Hold this up before the Lord and say, Father God, come before you because of Jesus. I receive the body of Christ right now into this body. Thank you for making us one. Thank you for forgiving us of all our sin. Thank you for bringing us into your house, into your family of love. We love you, Father. Amen. Partake. Now let's hold the, the cup up before the Lord. It says when he'd taken the cup, he filled it. I would imagine he took a drink. And he said, "Take, partake of this cup. This cup is my blood poured out in your behalf. The blood is a, a legal term in the universe standing for what Jesus did on the cross, what Father God did through Jesus on the cross, bringing each of us in his creation back to his house, back to his family, back to being right with him. It's by the blood of Jesus. So let's hold the cup before the Lord right now and say these words, Father God, Father God I, plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I thank you for this cup, you for this cup. which signifies the blood of Christ. I receive that blood based upon the words of Jesus. I am fully redeemed by this blood. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Somebody just lift your hands and worship him. Would you do that right now? Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Father God. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Would you sing it one more time? Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. mentions this to the old covenant folks bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food 
in, into the treasury that there may be food in my house, says the Lord, and watch me, prove me, and just see if I will not open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing that there's not room to receive it. So we're going to act upon, we're not acting upon the Old Testament, we're acting upon the New Covenant. Jesus said to take partake of my body, and he said that he's able to make his financial business grace overflow to us, abound to us, so that we'll be so blessed that we're overflowing to every good work. That is Malachi, New Testament version right there. You understand that? That's that verse I quoted from Malachi, bring all the tithes. That's what that is. That's New, Te New Covenant and Testament. Uh, he said to me one time, and, and a good friend of mine that was my best man years back, he said to us, uh, you know what? He said, y'all are asking me how much you should give, how much, what percentage you should give. And he said, here's what the deal is. He said, it's all mine. Because you're all mine, right? He says, right? He goes, right? Uh, yes, sir, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm all yours. Yes. He says, it's all mine. So why don't you just ask me what, what I should let you keep? <laughs> that sounds radical, doesn't it? Amen. But you know, we put him to the test. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, he came through. He said, prove me, right? Prove me. He came through. So today, I want us to just determine our heart to prove the Lord, to hold up our, 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 our blessing to the Lord before him right now and say these words. Lord Jesus, we come to you as our high priest. We're offering of our substance in obedience. Gladly, joyfully, take this, worship our Father with it. And we praise you. We thank you for opening up the windows of grace, pouring out blessings there's not room to receive, that we have to overflow in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Let's do that right now. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, how he loves you. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, how he loves you and me. Let's sing that together. He's, he's worthy. Remind yourself, He's worthy. Woo. He's worthy to be shouted to. Give a shout out to Jesus. Glory to God. Woo. <laughs> Thank you for that one shout. <laughs> we are not doing five minute mystery. We are not doing, okay. Everyone has a bulletin, so there's not much more that we need to say. We can read the bulletin, know what's going on. Um, the Wednesday night prayer connection is really building up yeah. here. <laughs> it was packed out. It, All the seats were filled. 
Wednesday. Yeah. So that's that's really good. And praise God, we've been having good weather here. But you know in the bulletin, in case it doesn't get good weather, what to do. And then men's breakfast is um, going to be next Saturday if everything... A week from Saturday. Yeah. A week, yes. If everything works out okay with that. Then um, if you haven't signed your birthdays up, Marguerite and Keith, do so please in the foyer. <laughs> On the clipboard, you're the only ones I don't have down yet. Birthday and anniversary. There's yeah. a sheet in the back On there. The just back Yeah. There. Put down your anniversary and birthdays. Trying to gather those all up for this year. To update them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. The joy. <laughs> Woo. The joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, there is, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Joy. What's it stand for? Jesus. Jesus others. Otras. Others. And yourself. And yourself. Yo. Yo. That's what yo. Yo means I. Okay. In, in Espanol. Hallelujah. I'm trying to speak in tongues up here, okay? <laughs> Praise God. Do we have anything else, Pastor Dola? We, you, do you mean we're already ready to partake of God's Word? Yeah, let me get those on. The, uh, the Kids World Kids, please be prepared. You're going with Pastor Gabriel. You're going with Pastor Dola this weekend. Uh, we're continuing to believe the Lord. There'll be boys and girls. I've told them. I said, boy, they're all boys, remember? And I said, you got to bring a girlfriend, okay? Yeah, and they all looked at me like, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> My daughter was the first girl. Yes, Olivia was the first one. Tell Miss Olivia we miss her this week. It's her, it's her mom and dad's anniversary. Okay. 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 Praise the Lord. So, anyway, it's been, it feels like it's been forever since I've been in this particular spot in, at this time of the service. But it hasn't. It was the first of Janu first weekend of January, so it hasn't. But uh, we, we, we got to watch out that we don't get rusty. You know, I, I, I just have this urging from the Lord to look at Proverbs chapter 4. It's not in my outline or on my, my PowerPoint back there, Cecil, but Proverbs chapter 4, these words from Proverbs chapter 4, to, to urge the family here at General Shepherd to, to take heed to these words. Let me get this. Proverbs chapter 4. When you get it in your Bible, say amen. Shout amen if you get it in your Bible. When you get it in your Bible. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. It's amazing. It's as if, it's as if someone uh, snuck in and shrunk all the letters on my books and everything. Uh, but you know what? I'm able to read this one. Hallelujah this morning. <laughs> able to look at this one. I stand upon the word. He said it in Proverbs chapter 4. If these pages will quit being stuck together on me here. Proverbs chapter 4, uh, verse 1. No, I'm sorry, not verse 1. I, I'm looking for the spot here. Um, uh, 
Yeah, Proverbs first, chapter 4, verse 20. My son or my child, you realize God is not a sexist? You realize that, right? When he's saying you're, you're going to be called the sons of the living God, that means mature people, mature folk, okay? My, my, my child, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. What does it mean to attend to anything? Does anybody know that? Uh, growing up in Texas, I, I can remember uh, maybe we would, we would contact a, a friend or my dad would be contacting one of his buddies about doing, going fishing or whatever, and, and we'd approach him about it, and he would say, you know what, I really want to go, and my rods are just, look at them shaking and quaking over there on the rack and all. They really want to go too. But he said, I have something I have to attend to. I got to attend to this other thing right now. I can't go fishing right now because this other thing is, is more important. I have to attend to it. So that's the meaning of the word. I, I don't know why he's telling me to share this with you, but that's the meaning of that in Proverbs. Attend to my words. Uh, incline your ear to my sayings. We had another saying in Texas. If uh, You know how kids are, right? Anybody know how kids are? You know, you, your kids are growing up and all. And, and, you know, you can be talking to that, that little blessing and, uh, and, and sharing something important to you with that little blessing. And it's going, we have a saying, going in one ear and out the other, right? They're just not getting it. Why? Because they haven't inclined their ear. They're not truly listening, right? So they're not inclining their ear. And, 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 and so it goes through, and they're not registering with the message here. But God says this, Attend to my words. In other words, make that of priority. Uh, put that over anything else in life. Make that a priority. Attend to my word and then incline your ear to my sayings. Sayings was another Hebrew word for his word, but it literally meant his word brought to life. His word brought to life. They, they had church services in the synagogues, maybe not exactly like this because they didn't quite know Jesus yet, okay? They were looking for him, but he hadn't come yet. But they had service and they would get the word out and read the word. And often there would be a, they call him a rabbi, meaning a respected teacher or respected one that would get up and share the word. And that's what God was talking about. Incline your ear, listen uh, intently to the words of my mouth, to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes Keep them in the middle of your heart. Keep those words in the middle of your heart. And remember uh, in, the, in the Adventures in Prayer, I believe it was, it was last week or the week before, the time before, we had a couple weeks off with weather. But I believe I mentioned the fact that I'd wake up, and I think in Sunday, I mentioned that I'd be awake at 4.35 o'clock in the morning for the last several days and, and wide awake laying there. And, uh, and, and I won't... I won't say what Pastor Dola was doing because she wasn't awake, okay? But uh, I, I was laying there, and as I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm saying, Lord, I'm awake. Why am I awake? He says, meditate on my word. Meditate on your word, yeah. He said, meditate, meditate on my word. Incline your ear to my word. Meditate, give attention to my word. Get my word out. And go over it and over it and over it. And then he, he bring, you know what verse he said to me? He said, I want you to take Joshua 1, 8, my son. Uh, I mean, the, the, I'm sorry. This book of the law of the word shall not depart from your, what? Your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may 
observe to do what's written in it. For then you'll make your way prosperous. Then you'll have good success. Joshua had a, an assignment, a mission. He wasn't a preacher of the gospel. He was an administrator, a leader. He was kind of the president of Israel, in a sense of the word at that time. And God was saying, this is your, with your mission, if you want to succeed and prosper in what I've assigned you to do, I want you to do this, meditate my word. Now, I, I remember I told you last week in this meditation time, I, I thank you, Jesus, for these smartphones. I, I've got 30-something or 40-something versions of the Bible translations on there. And so I went to one of the programs and lit there and got that verse up and, and, and copied off uh, six or seven versions of that on there. And the one that really stuck out to me was this about meditate. He said uh, this, the, 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 this book, uh, this scroll is what I actually said there. This scroll of my word shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall recite in it, recite it day and night. You'll let it come out of your mouth day and night. Why is that? Anybody know from Romans 10? Faith comes by hearing and hearing what? Hearing what, Brian? Hearing God, hearing the word of God. So you want to give attention to the word? What's the best thing in the world you can do? Say it out loud. Meditate it. Say it over. That's how I do the meditation. I don't, I don't act like I'm a, a swami or a guru and go put my cross my legs and eaty wada wada weedy 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 woo or anything like that to meditate. I take the word and I, I, I'll, I'll have it on the phone and I'll have typed it out what I want to meditate or I'll write it and I sit there and say it over and over again. I recite it over and over again to myself. And what often happens is it comes alive. It comes alive. In the book of Acts, Paul wrote to, the, to one of, a couple of the churches and he said something about the word, the word I preached, the word which works mightily in you. Who would like the word of God to work mightily in you? Who would like God's, that, that word mightily is muscles. God's muscles working in you. How do you do that? Get the word, meditate the word, and do Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, uh, attend to my words. Put them first place. And then uh, let, don't let them depart from your mouth. Don't let them depart from your eyes, it says. Back then, everybody didn't, well, today, I, I counted, yesterday I was looking for my, my, my Kenneth Copeland reference Bible. It's, I bought it in 1979. And it's, it has signature of Oral Roberts. It has the signature of Kenneth Hagin. has the signature of Lester Sharmel, several of the, the well-known generals of the faith in it. I, through the years, had run across. said, would you please sign and put, put your favorite scripture in my Bible? And they did. So very valuable to me. But I couldn't find the thing. I'm looking. I'm looking. We have, in, in our home office, we've got a bookcase, and it has a lot of our, our Christian books. But there was a big batch of Bibles on there. So I'm going through... You know that we've given some attention to the word, you know. You can tell that because we got all these Bibles. And I'm looking through there and looking for this. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm, I'm like an angry bird. <laughs> Where is my Copeland Bible? Bless God. And you know what? I, I didn't need it. I, I was needing to get some insight and inspiration about love in there. Because there's some really good notes I have in there about it. But anyway, anyhow. The word, give attention, pay attention, let it not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the middle of your heart. How do we do that? Out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. 
if you if you want to do what he said to do, recite it, meditate. If you want to chew the cud like a cow, that's what meditate means in Hebrew. You want to do that, you put it in there big time. Memorize, whatever it takes, memorize. I just, I've had, through the years, I've had several chapters each day that I'm reading intently. And we do that together at night, Dole and I. Just reading intently and just really sticking them in my mind, getting them in my brain, getting it, giving it attention, giving it a focus in my life. That's the, 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 the message, I believe. The Lord just inspired that up here, that we need to incline our ears to the word every chance, every chance. And that, that might mean switching the television from, uh, from uh, you know, a Magnum P.I. or, you know, who, what, I don't know what all the shows are because I don't watch that much TV. Magnum P.I., The Neighborhood, I think, is one that's on. Uh, you know, I don't know all of them. Uh, 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 New York, New York uh, NYPD Blue, it's not that one, it's the other ones. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods is the one Dole likes. So there's those. It might mean, at times, there being a choice and... Uh, you can choose. Do I watch Blue Bloods or I turn this over to YouTube and watch the Word of God? Someone sharing the Word. Do I turn it over to the Gentle Shepherd channel and watch service and watch the Word given there? Do I do that? See, that's what he's saying to us. Incline. Let it be your focus in life. The Word of God. And why is that? Because you meditate. What happens? It makes you prosperous and brings success to whatever you're assigned to do. Now, remember, when I say prosperous, when God said prosperous and prosperity, it wasn't all, they didn't have dollar signs back then. You don't realize that, right? They had gold and silver, yeah. But when they said prosperity or prosper, they meant succeed. They meant be blessed. And that's what the secret of being blessed is, is to get this word, uh, focus upon that word, plant it deep in here and let it come out of our mouth. Amen. Amen. Attend to the word. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are y'all ready for the word of the Lord this morning? That was the word of the Lord, yes. And I'll worship, I th Miss Betty, thank you, and, and Teresa, team, for joining together and leading the worship choir of General Shepherd with me to this evening. It was, I, thought, I thought the Lord was present, just sensed the presence of the Lord uh, this today, and it was, it, there was an anointing of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I'm not bragging on me at all. It's Jesus. It's all about Him. Glory to God. I'm going to get rid of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I learned as I have gone through the decades of life, I've learned that a, a, a long pencil is better than a short memory. Always. Or a short pencil is better than a long memory. Always. I, I seem to have a good memory of photographic at times, but I've learned I better put something in pencil in front of me sometimes as I'm going along in the word here. And I wanted to to I had this inspiration from the Lord. We, we uh, left off, actually at Christmas, it was about the worship of Jesus and, and the Savior, the birth of the Savior. But before that, I'd started becoming a true worshiper. Anybody remember that back several months back? Becoming a true worshiper. And I, I have enough uh, outline. I've got about 80 pages. And whenever I finish editing through the last 35 pages, it'll be 140 pages probably on there. I've got a lot of stuff to do on there. But there's a lot of information and that's what the gospel is when you're saved. You, you have a mission. You have an assignment. It says don't conform to the world, but do what? Be transformed by what? By the renewing, by the remodeling of your mind. Uh, Keith and Marguerite just 
uh, they bought a house and you have to do a little bit of remodeling, didn't you? When you got in there, uh, quite a bit actually, <laughs> and, and moved in and they're blessed to have that glory to God. And we, we went into our place and there, Dola, when we looked at it the first time and, and I was ready to walk away, I was tired of looking at houses, all these people offering 10,000 more than the asking price behind us. Bless God. What do they mean by that, you know? But <laughs> she drugged me to this last house. We walk in there and she's looking around and the people were actually, they were in the ministry, actually. And they were moving to different houses. And we could see signs that, uh, that they love Jesus, different things around the place. We're walking around in the different areas. She goes, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. She was convinced that that was the house. It's the last one we were going to look at. Glory to God. And glory to God, we got in there. But there were things that she didn't quite approve of. You know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> she didn't quite approve. Uh, she did not like the cabinets in the kitchen because all oh, their ugly, they're just ugly old wood. I don't like that. It, just doesn't, it doesn't do me too well here. And so, first of all, she wanted red in her kitchen. So if you've been to the house at all, you know there's a whole wall over here that's got a lot of red on it, okay? She likes this red color, so dark red. And then she wanted, uh, she wanted uh, countertops because we had some really funny countertops. That wasn't even for Mike, it was paper actually that they'd stuck on this thing. Some kind of funny looking paper. And so there wasn't real countertops, so she wanted that. And then she wanted the cabinets changed. Me, you know what, I guess I'm like most guys, hey, you know, we can cook on it, we can, we can put our food on it, we can get our food in our plate and go to the table and eat off it, it's fine. It's good, it works. We're, it's not falling in on us, or no, it's okay, it works. But you ladies, I, I guess maybe that's a difference between us, right? You ladies like, you like nice things. You like things to kind of match up, right? And you appreciate it whenever your husband is in sympathy, right? And will work with you in that area. So I eventually was dragged kicking and screaming into working on this stuff. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking with you. But we, we got a blessing. You remember the deal, the stimulus last year uh, that came in, stuck it in savings, and uh, we walked over and picked out countertops. And Menards happened to have people that, that would do the stuff. I've never installed countertops myself. I've had, when I did remodeling, I had people that worked for me that did that stuff for a living. So I didn't have to get out there and do it. So I was concerned. I said, you probably don't want me trying to put this on, okay? Probably ought to get some guys that do it all the time. So we did. And then there were the cabinets. You have to do them a certain way. How many of y'all know that if you've ever done remodeling? Kitchen cabinets, you don't want to just get a paintbrush and slop it around because you will be unhappy with the results. So we ended up making adjustments in that area, using the right brush and the right paint and all that. And how many has been over there lately? It looks pretty good, don't it? Does, doesn't it? I'm sorry. It looks pretty decent, doesn't it? It's uh, some remodeling that was done. It, 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 people that have been over that hadn't been there since the beginning we moved in there, all like, oh, that first thing, wow, oh, wow, what a, man, that looks good. Good. What did you do to that? Oh, I got to get, I got to know what you did. Be quiet because it made such a vast improvement, right? It made it more livable and attractive, right? And that's what God in his word, he talks about be transformed because you realize when he brings us into the house of God, into the family of God, we need some remodeling, right? Was anybody a real saint when they got saved? Huh? I was a 14-year-old. I was, I was far from a saint, okay? <laughs> far from a saint. 
I had some remodeling that had to be done over me over and it's over the years. It's over the years. I'm still not a perfect house yet. But hallelujah, we've moved more that direction, okay? Praise God. And hopefully each of us has moved more that direction as we've grown in Jesus, right? So be transformed by the renewing of your mind to, to, to what do we do? We take the foundations of whatever it is out and we start over with new foundation and new surfacing and new framing, right? That's what we do in remodeling. We resurface with paint, right? Mar uh, Margaret was mentioning we did a lot of painting. We did a lot of painting. And we did a little painting at this house. So I understand. And we've, you know, we've done a little here, right? We've done painted a little bit here. So we resurface. We're re renewing our house, right? And that's what the word says. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't be twisted and play-dohed, formed into to a shape of the world. To a shape of the world. You know, I don't know why I'm, I'm on this. I don't know why it's off, completely off the script here. I don't know why I'm on this, but I have this, this impression to share this. Whenever I was a teenager, I went to the, to the, to the high school with the kids. It was a public school. You understand public schools don't tend to serve God. The kids, they don't tend to encourage you to serve the Lord. In Texas, we, had, we would have to start the day in prayer at one school. And, and then they would ring a bell at lunch and we'd say a prayer together, okay? But that's about the closest we had to serving God. There was no unctioning, urging from the teachers or principal, anybody. You guys live for Jesus. None of that going on. So I was in there and, and that was pressing the mold around me as a young teenager. Okay? Pressing the mold around me. I, was, I needed transforming. And so I went, I've told you this before, I got saved at 14. I rode the holy coaster. Some of you might have ridden a holy coaster before. I was up and down with the Lord, up and down, in and out, in and out, up and down all the time. You know, I, I get excited and I go back to the altar and cry for a little while. Now I'm, I'm saved all over again. I'm praising God. Now I'm living for God and get back to the school with some of those little, some of the, 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 uh, the company I kept there. And before I know it, I'm back cussing again. And running and doing, I didn't go out and get drugs or any of that stuff, but I was hanging around with them and acting like them. And you know what? It polluted me and made me unholy, right? How many of y'all know the Bible says one thing about that? If we do what? If we confess, if we acknowledge our sins to the Lord, He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us, right? Right? Now, I didn't really know that scripture until Dad Hagen shared it on TV four or five years later. I didn't know that was in there. I read the Bible, but it didn't register. I didn't know what that meant. And I thought that it was talking to sinners. But think about it, a sinner. Think back when you were a sinner, if you can remember that far. Could you, would it have been possible for you as a sinner to remember every sin you ever committed so that you can confess it to God? Do you have that good of a brain? Anybody? <laughs> I certainly couldn't remember every sin. So it doesn't apply to sinners. It's talking to us as children of God. And so he's telling us, uh, be transformed by the renewing. How? Well, we, we focus on that word. One of the things that God did, said to me, I got to 18 years old, or actually 17, was turning 18 and going to college. And I went to the bedroom. I heard uh, Kenneth E. Hagin way back when he, when he preached. He, he had a funny way of preaching. 
and he was up there preaching away and he said some things and I, I went back in, in my bedroom downstairs and, and uh, said, Lord, I'm tired of this up and down, in and out. I want to be in. And that funny sounding preacher up there just now on the TV, he said, if I do this, according to your word, I would be saved. I would have Jesus and Jesus would have me. And Lord, I, do, I confess Jesus is my Lord right now. I believe you fully. Jesus is my Savior. He, he died to, to, to make me right with you. I believe that. I accept it. I receive him as my Savior and Lord right now. I confess you, Jesus. You are my Lord. Amen. And I looked up to heaven and say, if I go to hell now, it's your fault. I'm 18, okay? I'm still green behind the ears. What do you call that? But, you know, God, he, he, he doesn't strike you dead for talking that way. He wants you to be real. And if I go to hell now, it's your fault. You know what he did to me then? He said, you, you've been wondering why you've had this trouble in and out, up and down all the time. He said, uh, you, you need to do this one thing. He said, you have been, you, you're taking a computer course at college right now. And the first thing I taught you was G-I-G-O. Who among the computer literature here knows what G-I-G-O stands for? What'd you say? Miss Betty, what'd you say? Garbage in, garbage, garbage in. How did you know that? <laughs> that was the Lord, right? <laughs> I, I, I didn't figure you, you jumped into a computer course. I, this was 1979, somewhere around 79, 78, 79. I was in a computer course. And that's the first thing the instructor was teaching his programming. First thing he said, you got to remember this one thing and dealing with these machines. They're temperamental, cantankerous. And he said, if you G-I-G-O, guess what? You have trouble. You have problems. You have garbage. You're putting garbage in. You're inputting garbage in there. And what happens? You don't get what you're after at all. You get garbage out. And so what happened? So what happened? I, he said, I want you to listen to what you're putting inside of you. Turn your radio up a little bit. I'm driving down the road in my 69 El Camino. Everybody, anybody ever had one of them? 69 El Camino Sport with glass pack going down the road, you know. And I'm going down the road and I turn the radio up and it's it singing. Uh, I'm trying to remember who all it was. It was, uh, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I wish you were here. Believing for so long. Anybody remember that one from the 70s? Uh, uh, I'm going to rock and roll all night and hear it every day. Well, I'm going to rock and roll. Who, who did that one? Anybody remember? Kiss, that's right. And, and who else? Don't go changing to try and please me. You never could. Remember that one, Paul? Billy Joel, that's right. I love you just the way you are. And then you always won. Every time you place the bet. You remember that one, Paul? Bob Seeger. Rock and roll. And, and, and they would use choice words in that. So guess what? The Lord has me listen to that. And he says, what did that sound like to you, son? I said, um, didn't sound like the Bible or anything good, really, what they were saying, you know. I mean, Paul, Bob Seeger said the D word a couple times in there. And uh, they're going to rock and roll all night. And, and Billy Joe was crying about, or, or whoever, uh, the air supply was crying about, we lost your love and we're so sad. And, and that doesn't sound like you, Lord. <laughs> and he, he said, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, son. 
it sounds like maybe you're putting a little garbage inside of you, right, son? I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Garbage in, garbage out. May is, could that be why what's coming out of me has been garbage? Why I'm unhappy, unfulfilled? Why I don't seem to be connecting with you all the time or, or being your presence? All, could that be it, Lord? He said, yep. He said, and here's what I want you to do. Turn your radio dial and start, take it, start turning. Leave it up, leave the volume up, turn it over, start turning. So it's going around there and it's singing, is anybody going to San Antonio or Phoenix? Nope, son, keep going. Okay, keep going. And another, Tom Cat's howling. And drums. And he says, does that sound like your Bible, son? Does that sound like godliness? Uh, uh, no. Keep turning. Keep turning. Ay, ay, el rancho grande. Da, 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 via. I said, Lord, I don't understand that. They're speaking in tongues there, Lord. He said, maybe you need to turn off that one, huh? So I turned over. And all of a sudden, there's someone on the radio going, and my Bible tells me that Jesus died in my place. And my Bible tells me that his grace is what upholds us all. And he's the reason that we have a place in heaven today. Can you say amen, somebody? And the Lord says, stop <laughs> in the name of love. <laughs> stop. <laughs> and I stopped and left it there. And he said, guess what, son? I said, uh, Lord, that sounds like the Bible. He said, yeah. He said, son, that's not garbage. And, you know, and they started playing some Christian music right after. He said, son, that music doesn't have garbage in it. He said, son... Why don't you do what you just did from now on and leave, maybe leave it there. And if you turn that dial, turn it to other something that's not garbage, something from my word, something from musical that glorifies my name, son. Why don't you do that? And I did. Did you know that I got off the holy coaster after that? Now, I have it. You understand. I am not a perfect human now. There's someone you can ask in the other room in there. I'm not a perfect human now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I don't qualify, but it's better. It's better. I realize it's better. I realize there's been growth. There's been strength. And, and the Bible says this, your mission, your mission is to come to grow up into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Jesus Christ, to be as big as Jesus spiritually, to be like him. It says in 1 John, he that says he knows him should walk like he walked. Should walk like he walked. Should walk like he walked. Now, how did Jesus walk? How did he walk? This gives a perfect segue into uh, the, the action. I don't know. That's the spirit of God into the message that we're getting into here. We, we were talking previously about becoming a true worshiper. And the foundation scriptures on becoming a true worshiper, the very, very foundation of worship is this. Matthew, it'd be the first slide up there, Cecil, on that gray uh, USB slip, uh, strip that I have up there uh, by your USB thing. Or it was actually on the counter back there. Is there anybody back there on that side? I can't, I can't see, okay. Okay, thank you. I can't see anybody with those uh, monitors up there, so... I can see the two back there, but I don't see the one back there in the corner. So thank you, Cease. Uh, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, 
with all thy mind. This is the first commandment. How many of y'all know what version of the Bible that is, what translation? That would be your King James, right? And, and I'm not of the persuasion. I love my King James. I, I love the beauty, the poetic feel of the King James because I was a history major and a lot, did a lot of writing and stuff, and I'm in that kind of flow of things. I love that beauty of the language of that, the poeticness of it. But did you know they did it by committee and there was a lot of politics going on when King James's translators were working on it together and they didn't do a perfect job. It's a really good job, but they did not do a perfect job. So I like to go to some of the other more modern translations, uh, the ones that I feel I can trust that I've looked up and seen where they came out of, where they're translated out of. So there is another one, the New American Standard, which I like. And I like to look at these other ones to get further enlightenment. We're going to get some real further enlightenment on one of these. He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the highest commandment of all. The highest commandment of all. We want to look also at the this verse in the version that I like to do a lot of our reading together in the evenings when we're doing Jesus time. Uh, it's the New Living Translation. Uh, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the greatest commandment. Hallelujah. You believe that? Say amen. Come on. Now here's the one that I like that is real enlightening. And Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all, no, I'm sorry, the, the, the Amplified, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, this is the highest of all commands, the Amplified. I enjoyed the Amplified through the years. They, they, like it says, they Amplify. You get a speaker, you want to hear sound better of a singer or music, you Amplify it, right? And so the Amplified was doing the same thing for us English-speaking people. But this last version that I have down here, uh, the Passion Translation. Uh, how many of y'all ever saw The Passion of the Christ? I was in Australia. Good day there, mates. I was in Australia when it came out. And with it was a CGMA, very first convention that I had, had led over there. And we were touring. And the, the, uh, the people on the tour bus with me, they all said, mate, we, mate, we've been wanting to see this movie for so long. We have to go. You have to go see it with us. You must go see it. So they talked me into going to see The Passion of the Christ. And I went and, and it, they were all, you understand that I have, I have the big degree and stuff in, in theology and stuff. And so I'm watching and I'm watching with someone who's been learned in the Hebrew and Greek and those different things and looking at all of it. And I'm, I'm not emotional about it. It was touching in a lot of ways, yes. But they're all bawling their eyes. Oh, mate, oh, I, was, I just really tore my heart out. They're all doing this, but I'm, I'm looking at this. But the Lord says to me, he says they're feeling emotion and, and think it's passion because they saw the passion of my only begotten on screen. But he said this, here's what should happen. You see the passion of the Christ. It should lead to passion for the Christ. Passion for the Christ. That's why I like this translation because they're bringing out in, in, in the English language, the passion for the Christ in the words that are used. Jesus answered him, love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, 
with every thought that is within you. The greatest of all commandments. The basis of worship. The basis of worship, of true worship. And I don't want to get off the subject of true worship. Today we're going to get over to this, for the month of February, this subject, Becoming a True Worshiper, the Love Connection. If I can get these pages to turn. Now, the love connection, you realize something. There are two sides to a coin, right? Remember Jesus said, show me a coin whose image is on this. And there are images and different things on each side of the coin, right? And you can understand what that coin stands for. The two sides to the coin of worship and love. He continued with a second commandment just as important in verses 38 through 40. Uh, in the King James, it says, And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You understand, in, in the day he walked the earth, that was the Bible. That was the Bible, the law and the prophets. That was the Bible. On these two commandments hang all the Bible. Okay, now go over to another version with me. You don't have, unless it's on your phone, you wouldn't have it. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets, or depend the whole word of God. That's the New American Standard. I like that version. Very good translation. I like that one. But I want to go now to the Passion Translation. The second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. Contained within these commandments to love you will find all the meaning of the law and the prophets. All the meaning of the Word of God is contained within these two commandments. Love your God with all your passion of your heart with everything that's in your being, and with all the thoughts of your mind, love Him. That's worshiping the Lord. That's the basis of worshiping the Lord. And remember this, He said, uh, Jesus said this, the day is coming when people that worship Him will worship Him in what? In spirit and in truth. The Father seeks such to worship Him. We want to become a true worship. We learn, we decide to worship in spirit and in truth. Spirit means what? What is? The Bible talks about spirit, soul, and body. Paul prayed this, and we pray this regularly for our family here. He said, I pray, God, that, I pray that you be sanctified and that the Lord preserve you without blemish, spirit, soul, and body. The spirit is your real being, the real you, the heart, as it calls the heart. Some, the, the, the doctors will call it the subconscious, right? The heart, the real you. The soul is a part of the real you, but it can be separated according to Hebrews, right? So the soul is your being, the part of you. You have an earth suit. Your body is this earth suit. Uh, I have, I've heard some folks call it your dirt bag that you live in because it's made out of earth, right? It's made out of dirt, right? So you, you walk inside of a dirt bag, the real you, the spirit being named Rebecca, named Teresa, named Marguerite, named Keith, named Jeffrey. The real, the real you 
walks inside of this carcass, okay? And so uh, all the meaning, what he's wanting us to do, uh, he, he's wanting us to know this, that we have to, to walk in this love to him with all of our heart, soul, and strength. But then there's another side to the coin, the back side of the coin, love your friend like you do yourself. First John 4, 8. First John 4, 8. First John was after I, I came back from the time that the automobile accident in 1981 in heaven, First John was what I started memorizing. It just really stuck, struck me being so heavenly in its focus. First John 4, 8. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. There, there's another place in First John where it says, if you don't love your brother who you see, how can you love God who you don't see? That's the other side of this coin of worship. You say, I worship and love you. But Father God says, if you're going to do that, you got to walk in love. And that's loving that old, that old outfit that acts crazy around you or is ornery to you. Loving all of them in spite of it all. You, no matter what, you're loving them all. Anyone who does not love does not love, know God for God is love. 1 John 4, 16. We know how much God loves us and we put our trust in His love. God is love. And all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Remember I talked to you about Jesus. We're to walk like Him, grow up in Him. Do you know it says we ought to walk as He walked. How, how did He walk? There was something around Him. Yes, he was anointed. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. But I want you to look at Romans chapter 5, verse 1. I don't have it on the PowerPoint because that just came up here. Romans chapter 5, uh, verse 1. It says this. It says the love of God is shed abroad. That's outside of us. By the Holy Spirit who's given to us. The love of God is shed, is put, placed outside of us by the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Jesus, yes, He, he is God, but He's also 100% man. He was able not to sin, but He was not able to sin because He didn't have that, that, that Adam's Y gene in Him that's yielded to sin. So He was special as the only begotten Son of God, but He was also, it says, tempted just like we were. Just like we were. He walked this earth as a human like us. Okay? And what he did, the way he maintained the shield of faith around him was he walked in this power sphere. I call it the dynosphere. Dynamite, you know, dynas power. Dunamis, as it says in the book of Acts, you receive power dunamis after the Holy Spirit's come upon you. It says that. The dynamite of God, the dino of God is the love of God. And Jesus walked in perfect love. That's why he was in power the way he was. That's why he was able, God, the Spirit of God was able to flow through him. When, when I, in my own experience, uh, overseas, is, it's, it's easy, relatively speaking, it's easy to get, get miracles happen to see people healed in front of your eyes. It's easy, relatively. Here, why is it not that way here? It, it is sort of easy here, but it's not. 
because we've had the light of the gospel shined for so long in so many ways and places here. And, you know, pretty well, most, most people, they have an idea who God is, a slight idea, if any. And an, some of them, a lot of them have an idea who Jesus is. Remember the joke I told about the little boy having problems in math? And they put him in Catholic school, and he started getting straight A's. And they asked him what happened. He said, he said, well, he said, I got in that classroom and looked up at the wall. And he said, I saw that guy up hanging on that plus sign up there. And I decided I'd want to end up like him. So I decided to get after it and get this done, you see. So <laughs> you understand. <laughs> Gee, growing up in him is growing up in love. Growing up to the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ is growing up in his love. And that love is not just love for your father. Remember the coin? It's not just the love. Oh, I love, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. It's not just that. It's love, love, love makes people happy. Love, love, love makes people free. Love makes people do the things they know they ought to do. Love makes people love like you and me. You see, there's that, that other side of the coin. If you say you love God, you should love the other people that you can see. Amen? So all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. One thing that we may have but we can't keep for ourselves, it's the divine love, the Calvary love of Jesus. We can't keep it to ourselves. You cannot. You do. You become, you, you become spiritually stale. You got to let it loose. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit yield to him. Say, Holy Spirit, like the song says, love through me. Love through me, Holy Spirit. Let that be your prayer this week. Amen. Just a couple more things. Love unexpressed will soon be love dispossessed. You want to write that down. Love unexpressed will soon be love dispossessed. You're not expressing that love. You're not bringing it out. I can remember uh, in years past, my wife would, you know, I'd been under some pressure and I might all get a snippy or snappy. Y'all have done that too, right? Get a little snippy snappy and, and not acting as kindly and stuff at the house or in her presence or whatever. And then decide to get this little urging inside, walk over and say, oh, honey, I love you. And she stood up straight and kind of stepped back and looked at me. You love me? Why don't you show me you love me? <laughs> Why don't you act like you love me? <laughs> and I thought, oh, it was like a shot to the heart. Oh, my goodness. I repent, Lord. And baby, I repent. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. So God says this. It's an action inspired by the Holy Spirit, Romans 5.1. This love, it has to be expressed it has to be released in the earth to people. You know, and at least toward the Lord. There's an African missionary was here speaking to a youth group. It's sad that the other nations, the world, have to send missionaries here now. Don't you think? We, for for a couple, 300 years, we were the missionary sending arm of the world. England was for a little bit, and then we took it over. And think about that. They come here to, to preach the gospel, sharing with a youth group here in the USA, and she says this to the kids. You sing as if you do not love the Lord at all. You want to write that down? 
You sing as if you do not love the Lord at all. <laughs> yeah. When we're singing to him, let's sing like we love him. Sing like we're, we're crazy about him. Crazy about Jesus. I got to write a song, crazy about Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. May it never be so of this church family, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, may it never be so. We have to have a Calvary heart that bleeds and pleads for the lost if we're going to possess the Calvary love, God's love. Think about that. We've been, we've been praying along those lines. We've been seeking people. We've been praying, Father, you said it in your word. Ask of me and I'll give you the heathen for your inheritance. We had someone call. Uh, they, Dola's tell me I need to re-record that message on the church phone in there. Say, you're talking too fast. But she said, the people do get my cell phone number, so they're calling me. <laughs> so a, a lady called Dola, and she was working at this bar over here. BJ's, is that the name of BJ's? A couple blocks over. And she says, um, uh, do y'all, uh, do, you, do you folks, what, what if I have tattoos? So Dola said, so? Dola said, we're not going to turn you away. You're not going to drop dead. You walk in our church. And then she says, oh, but, but she says, what, what if I'm not dressed up? Dola says, uh, come on over and see for yourself. <laughs> she says, come over, see for yourself. You'll be fine. She says, and what if I just don't have my act together? I'm, you know, I'm, and Dola says, that's the kind of folks we're looking for. She says, well, listen, she says, I need to get back to church. I need to get back to God. She came Thursday. We're here Thursday. We're here Thursday, usually all day. And uh, Tuesdays now in the afternoon, sometimes all day. And uh, she came Thursday afternoon. Called. We didn't know. Who, Dola said, Lori, Lori, is that you? Are you outside? Yeah, we went out there. She was. I went and let her in. I took her around the church. She's oh, this is beautiful. This is nice. She said, I feel something special here. She said. Uh, she said, would you mind if I, I sat in your chapel, prayed? Sure, Lori. I'll pray with you if you'd like. She said, no, I'd, I'd like to pray. I'd like to talk myself. I need to get things right. Know that my love from above is greater than you can ask or imagine. Know that I provided all things for you, my children. Know that out of my love, you can live. Out of my love, you can thrive and survive. And you can go forth in my glory and represent that name above every name with which you've been uh, uh, stationed. Know that you can bring forth my will and my presence and my glory to those know that you can show my love and as you show my love I will draw all men to me says the Lord hallelujah father we, we lift up Lori 
right now. We, we break the powers of darkness over her soul right now. Anything hindering her seeing that light of the glorious gospel coming fully back to Father's house, returning and becoming a part of the family, Father God. We break the power over her and claim that salvation. We're praising you and thanking you that you have angels that are sent forth to be ministers or ministers for those who are heirs of salvation. This is one of your heirs. Let your angels go forth to bring laborers across her path that she will give heed to and listen to, Father God. And we claim that salvation, that full return to Father's house, that restoration to your glory, to your fellowship, Father. We thank you and praise you for it. Father God, any, any other member of the family here today, Father God, if they have, uh, they have family members, they have acquaintances, neighbors, anybody they know, anybody they see on the TV they're concerned about, Father God, we want to come together in that name above every name, Jesus, and we want to break the powers of darkness over those people. Call their name out. Call their name out. We break the powers of darkness over them in Jesus' name. And we command that they take their hands off them and loose them and let them go. And we claim their salvation, their deliverance from the powers of darkness. And Father God, let your divine, your divine angels that are sent to minister for those heirs of salvation, let them go forth and bring laborers across their paths that they'll give heed to. And listen, and let the light of the glorious gospel shine to their soul and they would receive salvation. They would receive restoration coming back, the prodigal coming back to Father's house, Father. Let that be so. <coughs> In Jesus' name, we claim it right now and we praise your name. We praise your name. They are the redeemed of the Lord. They are the saved of the Lord. Glory to God. We praise and magnify your name. We bless your holy name, Father God. We thank you for this redemption that's in Jesus Christ. And we cast redemption all around. State line right here. The heathen for our inheritance, Father. We cast that redemption all around in Jesus' name. Claim their souls for the kingdom right now. Praise you, Father God. Let, let us lift that name of Jesus in love. And let us love one another so you can draw all men unto you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Praise you for it, Father God. Praise you for it, Father God. Praise you for it. Father, is there, is there anyone that, that would raise your hand and say, I need you to agree with us. I need you, you, you church family to agree with me concerning something, some stuff going on. Something I'm believing God for. Just raise your hand up in the air, right hand to the Father. And Father God, I thank you that we can agree together right now. I proclaim your Psalm 512 favor. You promised you promised it. We accept it. We receive it. We believe it. We make it a part of ourselves and we decree it because of your promise in Jesus name. Favor. We speak favor to that circumstance, to that situation right now in Jesus name. The situation with dwelling places right now in Jesus name. We're speaking divine favor right now to find the dwelling place that Father God has destined, designed and picked out, Father. We thank you, Father God. We praise you, Father God. Father God, we, we speak favor to the spirit, souls, and bodies of the members of the family right now in that name above every name. Favor be. Favor do it right now. Get over them right now and favor them with health. Favor them with, with goodness. Favor them with prosperity from heaven. Favor them with love. Favor them with wisdom and insight, Father. 
Favor, favor them with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you by the Holy Spirit. Favor them with the fullness of the Holy Spirit in their house, in their life. We thank you, Father God. We praise you for it right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom shalem. That means complete wholeness, wellness, and peace. Give that to you in that name above every name. If you receive that, say amen. It's so that you're covered with that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God.